But I think the most fascinating part for me is just seeing like how um, movie accurate the set designs are for each house. So like last year, I was a big fan of Halloween and Michael Myers and stuff. And like they had the Myers house like built like full scale (laughs) house built. Um, That's the coolest part to me. Not even like the scale. Like, I I don't know. I walk through with my hands in my pockets and I'm so fascinated by set design that I don't even get scared. Angie, on the other hand, yeah, that's a different story. That's, that and I'm, you know, I'm a man, so men don't. Right, of course. Scared. But yeah. then I'm not one of those because two things. Um, I get extremely scared and mm-hmm. I'm weirded out by the people who don't get scared. So, uh, yeah, I think just, we're just better in, um, did, I think, I, I think there's a direct correlation to the people that don't get scared in those houses. Um, and those are that are cool under pressure. If all shit breaks loose, uh-huh. you want to be you. You want to find the guy with his hands in his pocket that can just casually stroll through one of those houses, because that's the yeah. dude that's gonna you know he'll see you out the other end. Possibly, my viewpoint is that um, there's a direct correlation between people who don't get scared in those situations and serial killers oh okay so uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna make uh we're drawing a direct line to jeffrey Dahmer now yeah and oh, okay and uh the individuals when it all breaks loose and they have their hands in their pockets they're the one that come out with like um some dentistry tools and they just start slashing people for fun like that's oh okay yeah uh, i guess i didn't just what I, I assume i guess i didn't really look at it that way but um hmm Something to digest. What is this, amateur hour? You're listening to the Frogcast with your hosts, Justin Grant and Christopher C.B. We don't make mistakes. We have happy accidents. Hey, Fraud Squad, welcome in. What is that voice? Well, I had to spice it up. You did the intro last time, and I feel hey, like... Hey, everybody, it's <laughs> DJ Sassy Chris. And... <laughs> might have, what if they liked your intro better on on uh, the Tuesday cast, and then, then they, like, you know, they're going to all of a sudden riot in the streets to get you back. I got to spice it up to stay for well, you got to have a cool DJ name like Jazzy Justin or Juicy no, just, Justin. Just J Money. That's just, that's it. Oh, God. That's what I go <laughs> Just. Oh. You would, too. Like, you you know how, like, yeah. all the players create their own brand logo? You know, mm-hmm. any yep. way to monetize their name? You would be, like, J10. That would yeah. be your thing. That is for sure me. Just, just. J10 at 10 out of 10. That's mine would be like, mine would be, be. mine would be a dick and balls. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Just your logo is actually in any, most anywhere it's actually displayed a broadcast. It would actually have to be pixelated and like blurred out. Yeah. (laughs) No one would ever know what your actual logo is. Think about it though. How ingenious is that? Because every time there there are dicks literally drawn everywhere in the world over any surface that you can <laughs> yeah. find. Oh, and real. anytime someone saw one, they'd be like, Oh, that's oh Chris Seavey. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's a good marketing ploy. All yeah. right, let's kick it off, buddy. Okay, here we go. So we have got we're gonna actually we'll start with your matchup and end with mine. Really have that commissioner sandwich going on oh, here because we're the we're the 
the uh, the stable legs to this league table here. And just for the record, I am recording our picks on a piece of paper with a pen. Okay, yeah, that's probably a little more efficient okay. and effective since we're yeah. saying them. So we got you, uh, Forbidden Cousins Love, going up against the Najmahal. Um, projected for basically a, a tie game at 80 points mm-hmm. apiece now <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah he doesn't have a kicker and yet he will and then you know it'll go um kind of loft towards mike's side of the aisle yeah the projected score yeah putting in a kicker Woo! that's a that's a game breaker right there although of all the people in the league i feel like you're the one manager that could just say no mike don't don't put in a kicker let's just see what happens and you think he would he would kind of oblige he would consider throwing the game for, just for a to, quick minute. He would for keep your love. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So is Mike going to keep his, is he going on to a three game win streak? Are we going to have to hear him like posting in chat again that he well, got the dub? We, we pick, I I've yet to be picked. I think in one of our pickums this year, I don't even think I picked myself or maybe I have, no, I have. And then I lost. Um, I do think Mike will continue to roll this week. Uh, that being said, I'm watching Aaron Jones and his mm-hmm. availability. I mean, it comes down to his health. These are the yeah. type of games where if Aaron Jones was healthy, if he was right. actually healthy, I really do think I would I would stand a chance in hell. And that just doesn't go for this matchup. It goes for other matchups where I've been close as well. Um, while I don't think I have a strong team this this year, I do think that this could have the the opportunity to be closer than it should have any right being. Um, but I do expect Mike to squeak the win out um, and continue on um, continue on a roll. Jeez, I, it's tough because the way it's been trending, Mike actually getting victories, um, you know, he has some, some pieces that at least got a little luster to him here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm looking, I just feel like, the reason the Packers had looked bad the past few weeks is because Aaron Jones hasn't really been available to him. And now coming off a bye week going against Denver. Mm. Oh man. You've been doing so terrible in general, putting up points, but maybe this is the reason why you're, you're missing your forbidden cousins love. (laughs) I think, (laughs) I I think if again, too, if you looked at this roster last year, you would have been like, Hmm, right it's just it's fascinating how quickly a year can change everything yeah so i do expect you know lamar jackson lamar jackson's had a dog shit year all right um but i do feel like he's the type of player that can turn it on at any minute and we're still we've still yet to see one of those hallmark jackson 40 falafels so i think he's due good old Um, falafel yeah yeah i do like i do like the composition of mike's roster i do I do. All right. Yeah, I am. Man, I want to pick him just to hope that he loses. So then I can message to say that you lost, buddy. (laughs) But I don't know. I'm just I'm getting the vibes from your team. Um, I think it's a a Packers week. They're all of a sudden going to come back strong off the bye. I'm taking you. Sorry, Mike. I don't even hate your team, but something about Chris's team this week. All right, so we have we I've picked Mike. 
you've picked me. Mm-hmm. Let's go on All to right. Billy's Bodacious team versus Josh Allen's Doppelganger. We have Billy Clark versus Cody. Um, this right. is going to be, this is going to, um, this is really going to be telling for Cody because yeah. we've just established that we're not sure how he's done it, but right. he's sitting as the second best team in the league right now. And this is going to separate the, uh, the uh, week from the chaff. So um, what do we think? I think that it'll hinge a lot on if CMC will be available for Billy. Even if he is, is he going to be, you know, like a full go? Um, He's got Jonathan Taylor on his bench, though. I mean... Well, yeah. I mean, Taylor hasn't... They've been working him up there. They've been increasing his workload. Uh, So, so, I mean, week five, three points. Week six, nine points. I mean, I'm seeing a trend. I don't think it's going to take too long for him to get back up to speed. Right, but what did the Cleveland defense just due to Christian McCaffrey. I mean, they held McCaffrey to 12 points. So um, I don't know. I Maybe he ends up just putting him in anyways, especially if CMC is out. But I get why he is you know, questioning whether he needs to use him this week. And then um, Miami versus Philly. Cody, I think, is going to benefit a lot from that. Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins going against hopefully the Eagles get it together and they're going to have to put up points against Miami. That could be a huge game. I'm excited for that one. So you're excited for it. I still say, and while, while Hertz is fantasy relevant, I see Donovan, I see a less talented Donovan, Donovan McNabb. When I watch Hertz play, there's nothing about his game that, and this might be coming from a boomer. This is a boomer take because we just lived through the Manning Brady era. Yeah. Yeah. And the quarterback play is just, I mean, ugh, it's just kind of annoying. <laughs> so I, I, I don't it's, know. Yeah. Cause it's not the generation of pocket passers right now. Like you're not you're going to see these dime dropping pocket passers. It's the ass shoving one yard shuffle. Like, Oh, look at how amazing that is. It's unstoppable. It's like, eh. I don't know. Yeah. Brady, Brady did it for 20 years. He did the QB sneak better than anyone. And I, they're trying to make some, they're trying to create stories where I don't feel as though there are any to be told and just to make things more interesting, which I get because the NFL ultimately is a product and it, and it relies heavily on viewership and, and money. And, but yeah, I mean, I could easily see that matchup that you're excited about being a complete shit show, awful game too. And that's yeah. just the way the NFL's been for the past couple of years. Yeah, it really has. That these too much hype is put into some of these matchups, but I don't care. I'm still, man, here I am. I'm hoping for it. I want right. to see big things. I'd love to see it. All right. Um, yeah. and then on um, yeah, on Cody's on Cody's side, I think it's just kind of worth noting that he's still rolling with Howell as of right now, Sam Howell, who's mm-hmm. done a very uh, respectable job. Um Cody, I believe, played Brock Purdy and got bitten the pee-pee last week. <laughs> he did. So, he did. He got the victory, even though Purdy wasn't purring for him. So what do you think about, and not to get too far off the rails, but I've been seeing more and more posts about Purdy and it not being just a system quarterback and this and that and this and that. It just amazes me with the advent of technology, how much we overreact. 
how much we overreact now is just exacerbated by right. having the immediacy of technology at our fingertips at all hours of the day. I do think that Purdy is okay. He's an okay quarterback. I do think that he's a product of a very, very, very good offense. And I was trying to think of offenses that San Francisco's reminded me of. And the only thing I could think of is maybe the Indianapolis Colts 2004 roster when they had Edron James, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Dallas Clark at tight end. I mean, that's a reasonable comp to me for, for the modern day 49ers in 2023. And how do you, how do you not look good in a system like that? Yeah. I mean, well, we saw it happen multiple times in a row over the past couple of years for this exact same team. I think that Garoppolo has already gone over to the Raiders and proved that he's nothing special, like nothing outstanding about his gameplay. That's actually a really good point. I didn't even think of Garoppolo being with the 49ers for that Super Bowl and yeah, having an embarrassment of riches. So Nick, Nick Mullins has taken multiple snaps as a starting quarterback uh, for the 49ers and looked completely competent and can run. Alec, the offense. I mean, if you want to go back even further, Alex Smith, right. Mm -hmm. He had a really good year um, with the 49ers. There's something about that system that does, uh, does allow a quarterback to flourish. So something just worth notice uh, uh, noting anyways. Um, all right. We can go to Fields of Brown. Shit. Yeah, we haven't picked our. Oh, <laughs> got to pick them. Oh, I, God. I'm, I'm I know. On. It's terrifying. It's a tough pick. This is one and two, one versus two. We. Uh, yeah, well, it's not tough for me. I'm going with Billy. Yeah, I hate I hate it, but I'm going with Billy as well. All right. We can uh, we can roll on now. Okay. Let's roll on. Okay, so we've got Stony Fields of Brown shit going against Chasing a Feeling, Simon. Simon has, um, you know, he's got some of his top wide receivers uh, on bye weeks, so he's going to have to be shuffling his team around a bit. Um, Stoney, of course, we talked about it earlier this week. He is looks to be uh, focused on having Russell Wilson be his starting quarterback. Um, and he has his top wide receivers in his lineup there. Cooper Cup is finally back, doing very Cuppian things. And A.J. Brown has been doing rather well, who is going to be in that Miami-Philly game. Really hoping for a lot of points there. Well, he's got he's got Brown in a cup, and um, <laughs> we have... Uh, I mean, you say the backup wide receivers, or that um, Simon doesn't have a full roster of starting wide receivers, but then you look on his bench, and... Um, sitting there with a big sarcastic grin on his face is Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. George Pickens. Um, obviously, I'd rather have St. Brown over Pickens, but he'll he, he has suitable fill-ins anyways. I mean, yep. he's he's deep. He's deep. Uh, his starters are good. His bench is good. Um uh I'm I'm glad I guess I'm just I'm really relieved finally though, Justin. I gotta say I'm just relieved to see Russell Wilson in there and not uh Fields. Right, yeah. He's making that transition. It took Fields yeah. getting his hand wrecked and um not playing to now see Stoney not playing him, but um yeah, this I think Simon had at least certainly will have a chance here the week that some of uh, more 
of his firepower is going to be on bye week, not available to play. He's going against a team that has been struggling to put up a lot of points. Um, and now, of course, has Justin Fields out. So I think Stoney gets the win, though. I'm taking Stoney in this one. I think Simon's just going to have too much to try to overcome with um, so many heavy hitters on a bye week. Because <clears throat> you had to go and give him Adam Thielen for <laughs> for nothing. Well, I was told that he was, you know, any player his age can't possibly be good anymore <laughs> by a certain co-host. Um, let's see. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to side with you as well. I think that this is an opportunistic time for Stoney to get a much needed W. Yep. All Still right. jealous of your team, though, Simon. I hope oh, things great. go well enough for you. All right, so we've got uh, James, Bed Bath, and Bijan going against the Infirmary. Uh, do you think that James's bad luck is from that team name? Is it maybe that the team name has angered the fantasy gods in some sort of way? Uh, I still think there's something to be something to be created. Um, there's some inspiration by having two twins, the mm -hmm. two B Robs on your team. B Robs, yeah. I mean, you could have fun with that. There. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There feels like there should be. And especially with Laporta. Right. Right. I mean, I've already given you, I've, I've given you so much, James. Why aren't you mm -hmm. taking it? Um, this uh, looks to be, well, first of all, Andrew looks to retrend, right? He will, he, he needs to start trending in the opposite way uh, in which he has recently. I just don't, I think this is a great opportunity for James to get a win. And I'm looking down the list. I see a lot of green matchups. I actually, I see a lot of green matchups for both, but yep. um, where it counts for James, um, especially with Jefferson out, uh, Addison is going to be really, he's going to be fun to watch for the rest of the year because he's going to have the opportunity for, for volume. Yeah, he's so, going to get to prove this is kind of right. where that rookie gets that chance because coming in, it was, well, no way he's overtaking Justin Jefferson. His his best odds is to be a serviceable two. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to get to prove kind of looking towards that like next contract aspect. Kind of like what Waddle was able to do before they signed Tyreek Hill. Right. Was like prove that he could do it if he had to do it. Correct. So. I, uh, that's something I'll be looking um, forward to. And I'm also going to be looking um, for Bijan to have a much better game than he has the the previous two weeks. Um, so Bijan's only put up 19 fantasy points in the last two weeks. And um, I think, I think it's still going to be hard, right? Cause he's going against the Tampa Bay D which has been pretty good against the run this year. Yeah. But I, I just expect him to have a, a game sooner rather than later. And this could be the week. So I think things are lining up for for James in this particular matchup. I'm going to pick James. Yeah, I'm taking James as well. I, Andrew has the entire Dallas team on by this week, so he's already starting from behind, and his season hasn't been trending well. imagine he's going to continue to tinker his way down to a losing, uh, a bad losing record here. All right, we can go to Pittsburgh Feelers, the most misogynistic son of a bitch in our league versus <laughs> Daddy's Darlings, which could also be interpreted as a little perverted, I guess. Yeah, 
Yeah, I imagine he's both of them might have daddy issues. I guess. There's some there's something there. They both need a therapist. Uh we got um hey, So a week ago they made yeah. that big trade and now yeah. they're facing off. Yeah. A lot is going to come back around to whoever wins this matchup. It's gonna happen probably on the back of either Josh Allen and Diggs or uh Herbert and Eckler. I know I, I said that. Stephen was a clear winner. It, seemingly, it seems everything that I say, the opposite happens. It doesn't matter what I say. I said, yeah, yeah Stephen's a clear winner. And then Josh Allen takes a shit on the 50-yard line. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one, so, Kareem Hunt, right? Like, that's an interesting yep. one to me on Stephen's side. I think that was a great, great addition. Um, that was a, a nice little waiver wire pickup, I believe. Um I mean, his team is full of them. A whole bunch of these yeah. up or not employed running backs. He's just waiting for them to have relevance again. I think I think to add a little bit more juice um, to this matchup is obviously the trade that just went down last week. But also, mm. I just think that they're evenly matched in general. Yep. So it's going to be a close game. Whoever Alex starts, I know. Hey, Steven, here's a little bit of advice for you. Um, don't fall for this psychological warfare, all right? Because <laughs> it looks like he's not going to play any players and then get this, man. He'll actually put players in, all right, <laughs> for the matchup. It's crazy shit. Yeah, I'm uh I'm taking I'm taking Alex in this one. Um I and I think it will come down to Herbert and Eckler having a better game script than Buffalo going against New England. I'm a hundred and ninety percent with you because if if there was a trap game on the Buffalo schedule, it is every time they face New England. Yep. And New England right now is playing frustrated shit football. They are going to be fired the F up for this game. And I don't know if they win. I don't know if New England wins because they're just not good. But mm -hmm. it, it's going to be close. Right. And and it's in New England, and so, New England. you know. It's... Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on this. Alex, you get my vote, buddy. All right. And that's going to bring us to final matchup uh, preview for week seven. No more trades. Myself going against Maneaters, Val. Um, no trash talking here. I appreciate you, Val. You're awesome. Um, keep being awesome. She does have... Mixon on by, so she's going to be probably just putting in um, Tank Bixby there. And I don't, I, I mean, I'm big fan. Bixby hasn't done anything yet this year to. Yeah, you're a big uh, Bixby guy. Yeah. I, well, I was big to start the year. Tank Bixby, I was kind of like, I was here for it. He hasn't done it's, anything. It's the name, he sounds more, you know, it's, it's a really strong name. Yeah, I, 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 I'd kind of fall for it. I, I also thought the Jags in general would play a little bit better, um, you know, have some higher scoring games, a little more firepower on offense. Um, Isn't it so sad? Isn't it so sad that we can sit here and if you look at Trevor Lawrence versus Mac Jones, just on a with as bad yeah. as Mac Jones is, that it's still a toss up. I mean, talk about just a disappointing draft class in general when it comes to the quarterback position. Yeah. Just an awful, awful draft year for quarterbacks. Um, all right. I So I'm going to go with you 
Uh, and I just think, I honestly think, like I said before, Cody, if Cody is knocking on the door of the top three, you're right there with him. I think you can, I think you and Cody are kind of interchangeable at three as of right now in my own mm. power rankings in my head. Um, and I just look at Val and there's still, there's still some question marks and I like your depth. I think I do think uh, that you're. I'm going to call your bluff right now. Jordan Mason will not be in your starting lineup, um, especially if David Montgomery Montgomery is available. Shit, I'd see you even taking a flyer on Madison or, so, um, or Murray, man, because Harris got injured. Yeah. So for me right now, the way it looks, um, Montgomery, they've already said he's most likely out. They, yes, he's tagged as questionable in here, but um, Campbell already said he's going to be out for the week. And San Francisco plays against um, the Vikings Monday night. So I have Madison and Jordan Mason. If the news trends towards Christian McCaffrey is going to be out and Jordan Mason is going to be the starter, I think I might take my shot with it. But I have that easy pivot to Madison that if they're like, hey, CMC is playing or Jordan Mason's an afterthought, Eliza Mitchell is actually going to be the dude. You know, whatever comes out, I'll just pivot to Madison. Okay. Well, I'm I'm making my final pick. I pick you this week against Man Eaters. Um, I I appreciate Val as a person. She's a champion, but I think that I'm going to destroy her team this week. So I pick myself. I thought you said no trash talking. No, I no that was that's, borderline. You just no. said you were going to destroy your team. You could have phrased well, that in a respectful, better. in a respectful way. That's not that does no. That's not how that works. Oh uh, wait, no offense. Is that what I'm, I'm supposed to say? I'm going to fucking kick your ass. No offense. No offense. <laughs> yeah. See. No offense, but you it, suck ass. No offense. No offense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it works. You can't You're just a offended. girl. Get in the kitchen and make me a crepe. Whoa. Wait, wait what? First of all. First, you didn't say no offense. I'm offended no, right now. First of all, what <laughs> wife makes a crepe? What husband is asking their wife to make a crepe? Well, be more accurate. Make plenty of Canadian ones. Oh, hey, uh, you want to get me there a crepe there? Hey, oh. <laughs> sorry. Eh? Oh, sorry. 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 Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's the way it's looking, Justin. I think those are our pickums, and um, yeah, we've we've said all we needed to say. I feel really good heading into week seven with what we've what with what we're going to publish. Yeah, and I think this week week seven matchups are really going to start to put some uh, near the top. It maybe we got Billy going against Cody. Our one and two right there. So that's gonna kind of shake up these standings even more is it gonna continue to have our league kind of be anyone's game still if billy catches a loss uh, if he ends up getting a win he's probably walking right into the playoffs without any sort of issue there but before um, we before we also before we sign off and this is kind of impromptu we haven't i haven't notified you that i'm going to ooh, ask you this so this ooh. is kind of like a little yeah it's good night um you talk about my meat tenderizing sound effects being a little <laughs> That was okay. a little. <laughs> All right, calm down there, soldier. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> so you you were talked about maybe um, maybe creating some rivalry games. Yeah. Okay. So I want you to give me the rivals for each opponent. 
Yeah, I have. So I, I mean, I did already post this. It shows how little yeah. you guys all pay attention. Well, I'm sorry. I, I was actually enjoying vacation. Thank you very much. Oh well, you you didn't you didn't actually file that voca- vacation request with me, so you were still. No. Um, I don't yeah, get paid. No, that is not paid time off. When I when we decided to go to two divisions to just kind of spice it up and have fun with it, I um, purposefully put players like three um, kind of like rivalry matchups in each division to the best of my ability. So Billy and Simon is one. No brainer. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's just the rivalry. And they, unfortunately, they don't even bring it into group me. I imagine any rivalry chatter they have, they're just texting back and forth and they don't actually bring that fun into group me. Or they don't even need the oh. text because they're just hanging out together. They make they may they like send each other texts and like, hey, loser, loser sends a uh, shirtless pick <laughs> or something like that. Probably. Yeah, loser has to kiss the winner. Um, <laughs> so and then we've got, of course, Val and Mike. Uh, that's yeah. that is the rivalry that Valerie doesn't want to be a part of. But Mike is just from the first day I ever met that kid back in their Sanford days uh, of at Domino's. Like that was just a rivalry. And, um, and then I just kind of had to leave of everyone else. Well, let's all move on to the other division. So that was mostly breaking down Simon's mom fan club, uh, which does seem to be the more powerful division right now. And then you have the dad bod squad. Um, Cody and Alex are rivals just because of Alex is argumentative. And loves to get people fired up. And Cody, and even... Cody, Cody doesn't know how to lose a conversation. <laughs> exactly. Just the he's perfect storm. He either really loves also arguing with people, or he just doesn't get when he's someone's like just goating him into it, and he, he just can't stop. He can't stop himself. So, and you know, he said, "Hey, we're actually we're fine now because we just don't talk anymore," <laughs> which is kind of proves the point um so i just thought that was a pretty awesome rivalry matchup and then me and you just because we're the ones like you're we're the co-commissioners you know we kind of yeah, created yeah. and and we've had some good matchups too i think in the past so I think yeah that's, we've that's co-fathered great. co-parented this this little baby that we've developed there are there are children mm-hmm. and then that kind of left um, Andrew and Stoney, because they worked together for a long time in uh, the Rockland Dominoes. Um, well, they... I mean, if, if we're two gay dads, right? Mm-hmm. If we're two gay yeah. dads, then Stoney's yeah. our adopted little Asian child. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. Yeah, so. and Andrew would be his like uh, kind of drugged out best friend uncle? that he always brings home. No. Or something. Andrew, oh, uncle, An- okay. Andrew's a drunk uncle. Okay. A drunkle, if you will. A drunkle, sure. But like, yeah, those two... Um, they were part of they've been here the whole ride along with me ever since this the actual inception of when stoney was the commissioner when he created this fantasy football league andrew was there with him uh so they've been battling from the jump that's kind of like taking you back to the days of the bears and the the packers you know like just og um football and so that takes care of the dad bot squad and unfortunately that left Stephen and James, both of which are newer somewhat yep. to the league. 
and they're not i mean james he talks plenty in group me steven doesn't talk too much but neither of them are super opinionated it's the battle of the nice guys it is it really is they're just soft-spoken you know they're here they're uh, not gonna say a lot but that's fine yeah um which speaking of saying a lot do you like uh or would you like quick reliable answers to your questions about words justin yeah you would Okay. Yeah. Well, you should try Merriam-Webster's Everyday Language Reference Set, today's sponsor. <laughs> brought to you by the people that brought you the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. North America's number one paperback dictionary, more than 75,000 definitions, clear, concise meanings, and the words you need for today. Uh, ad read for a dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't say it all. Oh, man. I love those. Okay. Yeah. Well, that thank you for uh, bending a little bit more light onto that. So mm. I actually agree with most of those. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, I thought there were some pretty good rivalries. Don't be afraid to create more. Uh, we can shuffle up these divisions. But uh, so yeah, if you guys, you know, give us the feedback there. Is there anyone out there that you would think you're more of a rival against than someone else? Not like Chris's infatuation with the beauty of Simon type of thing, mm. but more right. like how Cody and Alex just have this inner hatred for everything the other one enjoys. <laughs> well, so, put, well, put. yeah, for sure. Uh, I hope week seven goes great for everyone except for Val. Uh, no, you know, no offense. Well, 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 you can't, you just can't do it that way. That's not how that works. And remember and, everyone go fuck yourself. No offense. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see you next week until then. Keep it Friday. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.